Thank you so much for coming back here with Minute 34 of the Airport Minute, where every day we discuss the greatest disaster movie of all time. I am one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm host number two, Mark Cerulli of CovertOps.tv. And once again, we've got uh, Pete Mummert, uh, Indiana Jones' best friend uh, from the Indiana Jones <laughs> Minute, uh, here in the cockpit with us. Thanks. It's nice to be here. Yeah, you're sort of the navigator for, for yeah. our episode here. Yeah, so, just don't uh, eat the fish. <laughs> exactly. Roger Vector. Uh, the... Uh, uh, we are still, well, I shouldn't say still because it's only been the second day, but we are uh, continue to be in U.S. Customs with L- uh, Lloyd Nolan as uh, Inspector Harry Standish. I wonder if he leaves like a little number 17 in a circle on the inside of all these people's. Uh, <laughs> no, just, uh, he's he's taking apart a dog collar while Jesse Royce Landis mumbles an apology about all the fake labels she's been sewing into her fur coats from France. So there's Dear Lloyd about to do the denouement of <laughs> finding a diamond, I guess, is it an ankle bracelet? Like just a bracelet of some kind that was strapped inside uh, little Fifi's collar. And you know that was based on, on fact. I mean, some researcher oh. must have yeah suggested that. Arthur Haley took about a year and a half to bang out his book, and I'm sure he was... He was in talking, probably doing what we're doing, talking to different people about aspects of their job. And this, oh, and probably, this sounds this sounds like a good war story. Yeah, Arthur Haley was a when he wrote most of his books, he wrote like Wheels and a bunch of other books. Uh, most of the time, he spent just sitting down, boning up on how uh, an industry works, and then you know he'd spill it out into his pages and find out find out where he could plug it into a, a storyline. He was actually a pilot, right? Was was he an RAF pilot or was he a? Yeah, he was a. I'm not sure if he's an RF pilot. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, he. I mean, he was in war. I know he was a. He's a combat pilot, but I don't know. I'm not sure who he was serving with. I don't have that on my notes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he. He did a lot of his books were uh, airline related. Um, some of these came out of earlier. This airport actually was like the third rewrite of the same kind of a, a serial book that he's written about airports. But this is kind of his most condensed form of that. Um, zero. I think it was uh, Runway Zero, th- Runway Zero Three. I think was his b- first book on this. Uh, very intent on getting uh, everything from the ground level people to the management stuff. I know when he wrote when he wrote Wheels, he actually worked on an assembly line. This it, Wheels was based on it building a new car in Detroit, and he went and worked on an assembly line just to find out how the assembly line worked and what the guys thought of working on an assembly line. Huh. Whether or not he tried to uh, smuggle diamonds through customs to find out what would happen, I don't know. <laughs> I'm writing a book on it! Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's research, background, damn you! Very intent. I mean, this, you know, this seems, it, it, it has the feeling of verisimilitude. Ver, That's right. It, it comes across as very real. He's very, very realistic. That's what I mean. And probably saying the wrong word, but it's, it's late. <laughs> One thing I like in the scene, uh, being a San Franciscan is people always talk about the, the old time San Francisco accent and people sound like people would say like back in the thirties and forties, people from San Francisco sounded like they're from Brooklyn or Boston. And yeah. Lloyd Nolan is a great example of this. Cause like you listen to Lloyd Nolan talk and you think, Oh, he's from, he's from Brooklyn or he's from, but he's a San Franciscan and he's got that sort of no longer existing accent. Wow. Yeah. He, he talks, he does talk like a thirties gangster. That's the way he, <laughs> He could uh, he could play in the Sting somewhere. Yeah, he he does have that great like he's trying to be sympathetic, 
And yet, while he's being sympathetic, he's also being, you're in a lot of trouble, lady. <laughs> and the other guy is not so sympathetic. He kind of makes this, no. you know, are you kidding me look? <laughs> I guess she's, is she going to jail? Or he said the, there, there's a fine. So I guess she's, she's going to pay a fine? No, what's going to happen is she's going to be staying at the Howard Johnson's and not the Four Seasons. <laughs> That's <what's happening>. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was trying to figure out, you know, like, like can they seize her? Can they seize the clothes and diamonds? Oh yeah, that next that, that jail is only a sign. Yeah, and it's Lloyd's is wife's now. Like that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she brought home <laughs> she, she brought on this fur coat and uh, no, no diamonds. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Picture him having like you know Velcro pockets inside the customs <laughs> to or or under the hat like it starts jingling. <laughs> What happens to the dog? You know, if she's going to jail, I guess she's not going to go to jail. She's he's just going to write her a ticket for fifteen thousand dollars. They confiscate all the property. The dog gets listed as an accessory. I don't. Uh, she <laughs> anyway. The, the dog. The dog will probably go home with her, but she's going to have to cough up a lot of a lot of cash and still not bring anything in. But you'd think after you so, paid a. Okay. No, go ahead. Oh, I was thinking you'd think after you pay the fine, well, don't you get to keep the coat because you've paid the fine <laughs> yeah, and you've you've imported it. It's not like the fur isn't illegal unless it's from something like a harp seal or something. I don't, you know, it's 1970. I don't even know if they had endangered species stuff going on, but I don't he know if you get to keep it. times the amount of the, the tax, right, or the original yeah. customs fee. So I'm curious, like, what the original customs fee would be, too. Don't know. I, you know, that probably would have been a great thing to look up this week. I should have done that. <laughs> well, look for, uh, we'll have some ancillary notes probably on that on today's episode. Put it so on check, the website. Check, yeah, check on uh, airportminute.com. And uh, I have to, I still have to make a note to do that. <laughs> okay, I've written it down there. There we are. So right, find out how much diamonds cost because they are forever, you know. And did you notice in the background of this shot, as as the the wide shot, there's a there's a customs guy at like a little lectern, and he seems to be reading the phone book. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yes. yes. You go to minute thir- uh, second thirty nine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I'll stand here and read the phone book. <laughs> or, or you know, it's like what you ways of disposing of different contraband, and he's he's up to you know, like poodles. Let's see, there's a, a hockey puck, ho, uh, pork chops, poodles. Yeah, I don't know what that is a book of, but either that or it's 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 the book airport. What was the audition like yeah, for that? He's, he's reading the, the novel, trying to see what happened next. Wait a minute, Mel I need had an a extra brother? who doesn't slouch. <laughs> yeah, uh, he kind of looks like a Richard Dysart from the back. I think I don't maybe. Jean Seberg is not at attention. She's not at, at ease. She's just kind of. She looks like she's been filming all day, and they told her, "Here, stand here," and they didn't. They, they gave her no further instruction. Yeah, you know, she looks kind of wilted. I mean, you know, uh, and now it's occurring to me with that hairstyle. Maybe it's the weight of all that hair. It's just you know yeah, hurting her spine or something. The Aquanet is showing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Very, very annoying. This whole little scene though is like a, a PSA, like the way it's sort of framed, like he walks out of the frame and it like stands by her. And then the camera kind of cuts to him. And he's like, well, if they had just done this, this wouldn't be happening. Yes. And I hope they wore their seatbelts too. <laughs> yeah. Th- there should be like a, at, at that second 38, it, there should be like a, a little uh, super title underneath, you know, report uh, smugglers, 1-800, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I mean, was that something that people expected in 1970? They were going to get taught a lesson, you know, the more you know. And 
<laughs> I don't know. Just very peculiar. But he kind of puts a bow on the whole scene. I mean, right there when he when he talks about, oh, if she had only been honest, she, he turns to Tanya and she's basically applauding him, telling him he was amazing. You, How did you know that? And, and then he starts telling her that you have to look. Oh, when you've been in the business. Yeah. For... <laughs> so he's, he's talking about looking in their eyes instead of their luggage. And it's like, mm, it sounds like uh, you're profiling or something. <laughs> I like as soon as he says that though he like he says first you look in their eyes and then he just completely gives her the once yeah. over like he just completely looks her all the way up and down with his <laughs> eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I buy him as a customs inspector but he just he seems too formal for being a custom maybe maybe it's just the the state of the times but I mean you've come back from other countries and you go through I don't see anybody standing at attention this much. I don't see anybody I would think that it's more like a workaday thing, and he should look more like Barney Miller type than anything else. I don't think he should be this spit and polish. Maybe it's just a function of the... He, he definitely seems like he's out of a... No, like go ahead, a, yeah. It, it, oh, he definitely seems like he's out of like a 1940s or 50s movie about a customs agent. Yeah. Like, just like you, you expect like a, a narrator, like a voiceover to come over. Yeah, people calling him copper or something. Yeah. I don't know. It. it <laughs> yeah, he just... It doesn't seem... I mean, maybe they're just trying to make everybody look a little bit more professional than they are. But I would think even back then, it, you kind of should look more like, yeah, like a Barney Miller or like the, you know, the police in law and the, the law part of law and order. They're all kind of frumpy look, you know, rumpled, a little like they've put in a long day. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, it's and this is I are they all on the same shift? Because Mel was finishing his shift. So is. Is uh, Harry the uh, uh, the customs agent? Is he a second shift customs officer, or do they work on a different hour schedule? I was trying to figure out if this is the end of their workday or the beginning of their workday or something. Oh, yeah, he just got to work, and he's just yeah, he just yeah, yeah. In. The... No, I, I think he's there twenty four seven, sleeping in the back room. <laughs> he's up. He's upholding the law. I'm Lloyd Nolan. I'm here all the time. <laughs> but I, she's not friends with the peon, so he is the guy that's in charge. He's the main. I, I would think he's the main customs dude. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he comes over and he's talking to Jean, and then she. He said, "Can I ask you another favor?" I wonder if she. He was just gonna, you know, smoke somebody down, <laughs> just get her to come down. You know, it's like, oh, pick that one. She's gonna be, you know. <laughs> so you think it was? It was he was the one asking for. Tanya to come down. Yeah, I think. Well, he he has a favor to ask her, but I was just thinking if he was trying to come up with some reason for you know he can't just say come down to my office. By the way, I want to ask you a favor. So he gins up something like he knew this woman was smuggling stuff, and he could just he could have just handled it with like, lady, this isn't uh, Bonwit Teller. This is uh, from France. You're gonna have to pay the fine. He didn't need to have somebody from TGA there, and she didn't. You know, she wanted to speak to somebody in authority. He could have said. You are speaking to somebody in authority. You, you're looking at Leavenworth yep. now. <laughs> yeah, I think it was all just a, a massive ruse to get something out of uh, Tanya Livingston. So he he gives her that line about, uh, "Can I ask you a favor?" And she's like, "I'm gonna I'm not gonna smuggle anything. It's you know no way. I'm going to San Francisco." Uh, <laughs> I get a feeling they've had a long past together, wouldn't you say? I mean, was it more than like a couple of months? They seem good friends. I don't know, or maybe she doesn't get down there that much. Yeah, he's like a father kind of a figure to her. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's never run his thumbs up and down her shoulders, so it's just <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a it's a very it's a very disturbing <laughs> time. For, time for a cavity search, dear. <laughs> I don't know. It, those days, those days are long, long. Ago. Oh, Mister Standish, <laughs> not again. 
you and your contraband. Uh, <laughs> by the way, want a diamond bracelet? <laughs> I would totally watch that show, Harry Standish, U.S. Customs. Uh, oh, my God, yeah. As, as they said in Caddyshack, want to earn $14 the hard way? Wow. This oh, was God. A, this Sorry. was a good minute. I mean, we had you had Jesse Landis and you had uh, you know all this going on. You had a a dog actor Contra- in contraband. Yep. And uh, and it all turned. I was curious about that that sign behind them. There's a the sign that says to the elevator in the street. Mm. And I was curious. It's in English, French, Spanish, and Italian. Oh well, you know, got to make it for uh. That, that, those are the planes that fly in. There's one that goes to Barcelona and one that goes to Paris. Where she oh, yeah, just came, a, she just came in from Paris, and then we've got uh, global, you know, transglobal too. We got yeah. So uh, those the, apparently nobody goes, you know, it's uh, Illinois, but nobody goes to Poland. And no, well, it was I guess it was Eastern Bloc, so they couldn't do it at the time. And uh, yeah, it, no one Actually, goes to Sweden. The sign says no if you haven't been arrested <laughs> yes. yet. <laughs> if we let if we let you out of the room, you know, take the elevator to the street level. Yeah, if you're. <laughs> if your dog is po- if your poodle is uh, diamond free, you can head this way. But it is, you know, and that was a great set to use. They they had a good, uh, solid. You know, they got their money's worth out of that set. They got a whole two minutes out of it. So that's that's pretty good as sets go for this thing. I wonder what the ultimate outcome was for the dog, or uh, what her husband's gonna do when he finds out. He'll, he'll just <laughs> yell at her. I don't know. <laughs> just... She'll have to sleep in the guest house for a while. <laughs> Unless he's the mastermind. That could be it. This. You know, he's got yeah. he's got a string of them all over the place ready to go. And maybe, you know, maybe uh Ada Quonset is another one of them. Hmm. <laughs> I still I still think she's uh everything she says is a lie. Everything that comes out of her mouth is a complete she's she's worse than Obi Wan Kenobi in terms of lying. So <laughs> but uh, but we'll be pick, we'll be picking up more with uh with Ada Quonset next week. Right now, we're going to find out more about what it is what it is that a officer, a federal officer, wants from uh, the head of TGA customer service. We're going to find that out uh, tomorrow if you'll join us. If you'd like to comment more on uh, customs and things, we can take your comments over here on several uh, social commentary sites. You can reach us on Twitter, Airport Minute. You can reach us on Facebook at both Airport Minute and uh, the Airport Minute Commanders uh, Club, where we have a kind of a thing going where everybody's chatting about. Uh, this movie. You can also join us on our great big website, airportminute.com, where uh, every episode is listed and there's commentary at the bottom of each episode. We also have pictures and extra things that we found out about this particular episode. So check that out. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, and I can't believe you haven't by now, I mean, gosh, you've been hanging with us for a half an hour's worth of uh, episodes. You should be watching the movie. It's the banter. They like, it, they yeah, come for the, the banter. The byplay, yeah. <laughs> But it's like, you know, if you start asking what, you know, what the heck are those guys talking about? You might want to watch the movie, but we have a, we have an easy way for you to do that on every single episode page. You can go to Amazon and buy a copy, either digital or physical. If you've got an old DVD player, you want to watch it on a real disc, uh, you can buy it from Amazon and they'll ship it right out to you and you can watch it and keep up with us. Uh, one minute one at minute? a time. Watch it one minute exactly. at a time. <laughs> but if you're right. if you're watching it on a on the Blu-ray, or no, if you're watching it digitally, uh, subtract uh, 42 seconds to uh, honor the uh, the God Ross Hunter, whose uh, movie this was. But uh, it's they they've added the Universal logo at the beginning, so it kind of messes up our time stream. But it's all it's all there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> if anybody does that, please please write in and we'll send you a pair of wings. <laughs> oh my goodness. But uh, you can also, if you if you want to listen to this kind of stuff every single day or every Monday through Friday, or if you want to catch up on all the stuff you've missed, go to iTunes and uh, subscribe. Just search for Airport Minute. You can subscribe to iTunes and have this delivered to the mobile device, whatever you're listening to it on, uh, every Monday through Friday. You can also listen to uh, Indiana Jones Minute, which is a much more polished and posh uh minute by minute <laughs> look at, uh, at a bunch of great movies uh, and hear Pete uh, pontificate about how you know, the backgrounds of Egyptology and stuff like that. Uh, they're at uh, Indiana Jones Minute, uh, Indiana Jones Minute dot com, right? That's that's your website. Yeah, Indiana Jones. And uh, you yeah. can also uh, find them on iTunes. They're they're right out there too. Join us all here in the podcasting universe. Uh, but tomorrow, come on back, and uh, we will find out what it is that uh, Lloyd Nolan wants out of Gene Seberg. Uh, but we'll be here right on the. Oh, we'll find out. But right here on the Airport Minute. Until <laughs> until then, good day. Bye. <laughs> nice going, sweetheart. Remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling. Thank <laughs> you.